0: This is What The Flux. I'm Brett. And I'm Justin. And it's Wednesday, the 20th of September. Well, there's something in the air for Mexican food right (laughs) now, Juzzy Boy. Last week, we spoke about Guzmini Gomez planning to IPO. Now, another Mexi fast food joint, Zambrero, they're planning to go global and make it big in the UK and the US could do a little burrito right now Mm, B-Man now we've spoken about F45 on the pod recently and it's delisting from the New York Stock Exchange and in the Flux app we've got a video breakdown of how it all happened from market darling to delisting in just two years so make sure to download the Flux app to check it all out three fit stories today Juzzy boy let's do it for our first Yellow Brick Road the ASX listed mortgage broker is planning to delist from the ASX because of concerns that investors just don't get the business (laughs) when the boss of Celebrity Apprentice tells you you you're misunderstood and has really got a height. So (laughs) tell me more. So Yellow Brick Road is a mortgage-broking company that's been on the ASX for over a decade. And the chairman is none other than the Mr. Celebrity Apprentice Mark Boris. It originally floated in 2011 at a share price of $0.40 but now it's down to a measly $0.05. But now, Juzzy Boy, Yellow Brick Road plans to delist from the ASX. What was the main reason for the delisting? Well, firstly, Juzzy Boy, Mark Boris reckons the business is as misunderstood as the fine print on a mortgage contract. (laughs) In other words, investors don't value it the way that he values it. Another one, Jazzy Boy, 62% of the company's capital is held by just four shareholders. Wow. And the shareholders reckon this is distorting the liquidity and undervaluing the share price. Wow. So what is the key learning here? Market liquidity means how easily an asset can be bought or sold without causing significant impact on the asset's price. Now, in Yellow Brick Road's case, there's a major concentration of shares among just a few investors. And this can lead to low liquidity. And this low liquidity can distort the true value of a company's shares. In other words, these shares ain't being traded frequently. Now, sometimes this scenario can mean shares are underpriced. Sometimes it can mean shares are overpriced. In fact, Brett, Yellowbrick Road reckons there were some days where there were only $7,000 worth of shares. On those days, the share price closed down by one cent. And that one cent shift, Brett, it caused a $3.3 million drop in the company valuation. So, Yellow Brick Road's valuation has been very jittery and that's why the company just needed to delist. For our second story, TikTok is diving headfirst into e-commerce with the launch of TikTok Shop mm. to all US users by early October and then the world. Just when you thought the talk may have been out of mm. moves, Juzzy boy, go on, go on. Alright, whether you love it or hate it, B-Man, TikTok is making ways and shaping culture all over the world. That is true. I did recently learn that uh, you think about the Roman Empire <laughs> very often. And I learned about the way you girl mouth everything in your life. Correct, Mundo. But now, TikTok isn't just looking to shape culture, they're also looking to shape our shopping habits. TikTok recently announced its TikTok shop. There'll be a shop tab for businesses so that TikTok users can actually buy products in app. And creators can actually earn commissions from selling these products. On top of that though, B-Man, they've gone all Amazon-y on <laughs> us. <laughs> yeah, they're also launching Fulfilled by TikTok, which is a logistics arm to handle storage and shipping. And while this is first rolling out in early October in the US, the plan is to get this around the universe if successful. And Juzzy Boy videos with the hashtag TikTok made me buy it has had 880 million views in just the last (laughs) week. So clearly the talk has some influence. Indeed, so what is the key learning? Companies want to capitalize on the behavior that's already ingrained in their user base. Yep, TikTok's taking cues from how people already use the platform (laughs) and turning these actions and behaviors into monetizable features. TikTok users are already discovering products through the talk. And they're making purchase decisions based on what they see on the app. But rather than TikTok selling them off to Amazon, TikTok's planning to own the whole value chain. And take a tasty little clip of revenue along the way. For our third and final story, the music industry has set a brand new milestone with music revenue hitting an all-time high for the first half of 2023. <sighs> and I bet half of that moolah is from Calm Down by Remer and Selena. So, so tell us what's going on here. Well, Jazzy Boy, the Record Industry Association of America is an industry body that represents the music recording industry in the U.S. And now they've just released their mid-year revenue report. And it just so happens that the music industry has hit an all-time revenue high of $8.4 U.S. dollars for the first half of 23. Obviously, we've had bangers like Flowers and Escapism and, of course, you can't forget the Barbie movie album, which have been all over TikTok. Now, retail revenue in the music industry, it jumped over 9% and wholesale revenue jumped over 8%. So what is the key learning here? As the music industry adapts to the digital world, the way the industry looks at revenue is adapting as well. Traditionally, the music industry has just reported it's retail revenue only. That's the amount of revenue from customers that pay for a download Mm -hmm. or a Spotify stream. This was the standard metric used to calculate music revenue Mm -hmm. in the past, until things got a little complicated in the digital universe. And that's where wholesale revenue comes in, B-Man. Yep. Earning revenue as an artist looks very different on digital platforms like TikTok or like Vivo. Customers don't pay anything, but the platform pay the creators through their ad revenue. So even though there's no direct sale to the end user, the platform still pays the creator or the label. B-Man F45 went from $2.5 billion all the way down to just over $10 million in two years. It went from very financially fit to almost financially deceased. And we've got the whole story covered in the Flux app. So if you haven't checked it out, make sure you download the Flux app. You watch the F45 downfall video. Thanks for listening and we'll see you tomorrow.